Hello from the Global Legal Hackathon 2018 final round gala in New York City, New York. I'm Lawrence Coletti, and we're on the road of Legal Talk Network. And we're back. We're along the river here at the Hudson River at Pier 60 here in Manhattan. And I've got a couple of gentlemen. We're still at the Global Legal Hackathon 2018 final round gala. And uh, gentlemen, I guess it didn't go 100% according to plan. Is that correct? Well, we actually didn't have a plan. So it went uh, according to plan. I, I would say uh, we just came here to present our idea and see what feedback we would get from not only the judges, but the people in general. All right. Of course, we we're just talking with Pedro from SpiceKit, Team SpiceKit. And uh, so before we go any further, I think it's probably proper that you guys introduce yourselves. Tell us where you work, what do you do, and then we'll kind of get into it. So, Pedro, since you opened up, we'll start with you. My name is Pedro Ventimilla. Uh, I'm from Ecuador originally, and I'm part of the SpiceKit team. I'm based in San Francisco with most of the team, and I do product management for the innovation side of our uh, company called Histon. Excellent. Mohamed? I uh, work for a company called Keystone Strategy. We are a business, technology, uh, and an econometric consulting firm. Uh, I manage the technology operations for the company. And also, I had the uh, Keystone Labs team that uh, Pedro was just uh, alluding to. Excellent, excellent. And Anand? Yep, uh, so I'm Anand Natu, uh, born and raised in Venezuela, and uh, spent most of my adult life in Canada. Uh, I work currently as a technology consultant with uh, Keystone Strategies, so with these guys as well, um, mostly on the client-facing sort of side of things. So let me start with the most basic question. Where did you guys meet to get involved with this hackathon? Yeah, so basically we just met through work. So um, the work we do at Keystone is really has a you know inherent focus on technology. A lot of the clients we work with are tech companies. And a lot of the work we do is helping clients figure out how to navigate an increasingly sort of digital world and figure out how to adapt their businesses and, and you know the things they do to a world that's becoming increasingly dominated by technology. And as part of that work, a lot of the stuff that we, a lot of the clients we work with are law firms. And the work we do with them is helping them navigate the technical details of intellectual property litigation and copyright cases and things like that, which are very new to, to the American court system and things that they just don't really have any idea how to handle. So given that, you know, we do that work regularly with our clients, uh, I sort of stumbled across this hackathon Google searching one day, uh, and it just seemed like a really good shoe in And so I, I contacted these guys, and we just sort of set it up, and the rest is is history, I guess. All right, so Spice Kit. So what is the origin for the name? It's a good question. Well, um, uh, actually, a Spice Kit um, was named after our proprietary algorithm. Uh, it's something we have been using for a while. Wait, I heard and algorithm. Exactly. So whenever we build a new a digital product, we name it after the best restaurant around the area. So we happen to be at the Auric uh, offices in San Francisco for the first leg of the Global Legal Hackathon. And there is a restaurant called Spice Kid on the bottom floor of the building. So if your favorite restaurant was McDonald's, this project could have been called McDonald's? We were talking about this a little bit as well, but you know, in San Francisco, applying this algorithm is very unlikely you're gonna come across McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> I think we might have to change our algorithm if we were in a different. different I thought like everybody that. ate Big Macs, but apparently I stand corrected. So obviously, this is a lot of time. You guys have full-time jobs, and I know this is a big commitment. And so, what is it? Three, four months? We've been uh, at it actively here. Absolutely, we. We have iterated on our platform about three times. So we are at version three alpha of our platform. 
and um, this is literally our our passion. You know, we you know this is this is not the only hackathon we've be, we, we've been at, and we will be. We are looking forward to the 2019 global legal hackathon as well. And on a daily basis, we develop tools and productivity applications for lawyers and ourselves to support the litigation work uh, that Anand was just alluding to earlier. Um, so, you know, this this kind of comes from us naturally. We don't feel like we are exerting too much energy on these things. Uh, we spend a lot of our weekends thinking about new products and tools to support uh, consumers. And uh, given our experience in the legal space, you know, this is just natural for us. You know, we have so many tools that we would love to talk about on a platform like this. I, in fact, would like to see this happen more often. And uh, engineers treat uh, legal hackathons with the same respect as they treat with other types of hackathon, uh, hackathons as well. Well, let's learn a little bit more about uh, Spice Kit. So what does it do? What service were you guys trying to provide? It's a good question. So ultimately, I think the, the kind of main motivating factor for us was there's it's relatively, I think, common sense to anyone who's spent some time living in, in the U.S. and especially to anyone who's tried to resolve a legal dispute in the U.S. that it's a very complicated and time-intensive procedure. And class actions in particular are a type of litigation that was originally designed to actually bring justice to people who don't have the means to acquire it explicitly for themselves. And we saw it as a major sort of opportunity where, you know, you have this type of litigation that's designed to help people, but the way that the incentives are set up between attorneys and, and the people they represent make it such that that outcome never even actually happens. And so when you think about how you can implement technology in a way that not only it solves a problem, but solves a problem in a way that such that people are willing to adopt it. And that's really important for legal services because it's a very traditional industry and you can't really make technological advancements unless they make sense in the context of what people are currently doing. So it fit the bill in terms of bringing a technological solution to an existing problem while at the same time actually just intuitively making sense for both class members who want justice, as well as attorneys who are basically trying to get the best result they can for their clients. And, and to complement uh, Anand's uh, explanation, I, I think that right now we're living in a moment in which most of us millennials, uh, we are angry. We're angry about so angry? much shit happening in the world. Oh, sorry, it says shit. Uh, no, that's okay. Um, uh, but we'll, we'll yes. charge. You got to put some money in the cookie jar. Exactly. I mean, we're angry, right? The environment is going to shambles. The politicians are not doing enough and the companies are certainly not caring about the end customer. So what we're seeing, what we want to do with this platform is to actually create a way to transform this anger into action. Okay. There are platforms like Abbas or Change.org in which a lot of people can express their anger and sign petitions, but it doesn't go beyond that. What we believe is that our platform actually enables to transform that anger into action in which you can actually put your dollars it can be as little as a dollar or $10, but when we aggregate it with the network effects, we can get a significant bounty on a blockchain that can actually entice new lawyers to go behind causes that they would have not thought about going before you had this bounty that would entice them to go for it. And from a technical perspective, how we bring about uh, this kind of um, action is by creating uh, a bounty system based on smart contracts that are built on top of the Ethereum blockchain. And we allow uh, individuals to fund these bounties. And we hope that 
through avenues like this, we can build consortiums of legal professionals that could help validate real-world implications, the, the judgments that are issued in courts. And, uh, you know, in, in summary, uh, I, I, I would characterize SpiceKit as a platform to enable collective legal action through the vehicle of class actions and uh, ultimately putting the people who want to see this social change happen um, in the driver's seat and really aligning the incentives so that it achieves the social utility that uh, class actions were designed to achieve. All right, so I have a little bit more basic question. And so is this, uh, is your platform app-based? Is it web-based? How, how does it work? Just give me a basic explanation. Go from zero to 60, how does it, how does it function? Yeah, so this uh, basically, uh, we are talking about the very nascent stages of the blockchain industry. So please bear with me. We are talking about sure. an internet where you cannot type google.com, if you can even imagine that. I cannot. Absolutely. So you have to remember the IP address. You know, this is a world, the analogous system is that this is a world without the DNS systems, for those who know what I'm talking about. So uh, we believe that there's a tremendous amount of innovation that is needed in the blockchain industry. But how it, how it works, let's, let's give the summary from a perspective of where we are today, not where we will be. You open your Chrome browser. It has to be Chrome because unfortunately the other browsers don't have the plugin required for the end user to fund something in Ethereum. It relies on MetaMask for private key storage. Uh, you go to our website, you search for an initial coin offering that you might have participated in that defrauded you, uh, meaning they promised you something and now you and other people like you are realizing that the promises were false. So you go there, you read the summary of the false promises and also you read the type of complaints you would like to see applied to these people who made the false promises to you, which led you to invest sometimes a few hundred bucks, sometimes a few thousand bucks. But we spoke to people who invested hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands wow. of dollars. You know, the aggregate amount of people, if you added up all the, all the investors and how much they invested, it comes to about 250,000 $250 million, our user base, who uh, spoke to us in giving feedback. So how it works is that you go to Chrome, you type in spicekit.legal, you search for the ICO that defrauded you, and then you go and read the descriptions, and then you click the button to say that I have evidence or and or I have some money to contribute towards someone applying some legal justice for them. And you go ahead and provide the evidence if you have any. If not, you skip it. And then it's basically a form I'm talking about. And then you choose to fund one of these bounties so that an attorney pick it up. And you basically need to, at this moment, because we have so many little problems to solve, you could actually test it out on the testnet of Ethereum. You could use MetaMask or any other kind of Ethereum wallet that you have, provide a little bit of money and fund it. And eventually a lawyer will discover the availability of a bounty and he or she might be interested in taking the complaint to court. And that itself will be a milestone where a little bit of money will be paid out of the total funds for just reaching that milestone. And slowly, progressively, lawyers can just achieve. It's almost like playing a game. You just level up. And every time you hit a level that was defined by one of you guys who will be funding it, you basically give the lawyers a reward of a, a little bit. But this is totally legally ethical. And uh, we have consulted, and in fact, we have a practicing attorney on our team. Therefore, this is not an investment. You should think of it as money that you would like to contribute for the good of everyone else. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, gentlemen, we're running out of time. They're literally going to kick us out of this place. They've turned the lights on. They're moving carts around. But I definitely want to uh, thank 
Spice Kit for joining us today. And so uh, I think uh, I'm getting a signal here. There might be some final words from Pedro. Yeah. Um, so I am sorry to break the news to the listeners that we didn't win. But I got some insight into one of the reasons why we didn't we get selected. And I would actually like to get some feedback from the listeners. Sure. Um, and if you can comment on, on the podcast website or you can send us your comments to hello at spicekit.legal, I would like to know if lawyers would actually find this idea interesting. If lawyers could actually try to go behind these uh, bounties, if there was a million dollars or $3 million or $5 million to sue BP or any big company that could be out there. So lawyers that are listening out there, please uh, let us know your thoughts about... Uh, the bounty system to create a global legal action. And that website, one more time? Our website is www.spicekit.legal or in our email is hello at spicekit.legal. Excellent. Well, lawyers out there listening to Legal Talk Network, you can hear the passion, you can hear the fire, hear these guys are uh, out there trying to get some access to justice, trying to get some justice, get it done. Uh, they've been working on it for a very long time. So, Wonderful show, gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming by. And uh, that's pretty much the end of our program. So we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, but I want to thank our guests for joining us and also our listeners for tuning in. And if you like what you heard today, please find and rate us in Apple Podcasts. See you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.